This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This podcast is brought to you by Midland Radio USA, your leader in overlanding and off-road communications. Also, join the brigade at truckbrigade.com, the best of the best for off-road and overlanding gear. Rigid Industries Off-Road Lighting. Own the night with Rigid. Radar Tires, an active supporter of the Breast Cancer Research Foundation and manufactured carbon neutral since 2013. Smittybill Off-Road, providing high-quality products built for living the off-road lifestyle. ICS Fabrication, designing industry-leading mounts, drawer systems, and off-road accessories. And Blue Coolers, 10-day ice at half the price. Welcome to the Anderson Overland Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to the wonderful and exciting Anderson Overland Podcast. I am your guide host this lovely afternoon. It is Tuesday. And um, you know what? I just uh, decided to do one of these on my own because it's been a little while. And here we go. So... I just wanted to give you guys an update on what I've been doing lately, what where we've been, what we've been uh, trying to accomplish, and uh, what the next couple months holds for us. We are just about to get ready to leave for a trip on and off the road for a month, and it's going to be awesome. We're heading to Arizona, Colorado, Utah, possibly Idaho, and New Mexico, and I'm excited. I, I definitely need to get away. We've, we've been, uh, been pretty busy lately just with work and everything else going. And, um, it's just time we need to get out and, uh, we're gonna, we're going to get out. So I've been fighting a little bit of a, uh, little bit of <clears throat> remnants of a cold, uh, the last couple of weeks, we got pretty sick of uh, the family a couple of weeks ago. And, um, it's been, pretty hard getting over it. I don't think it was COVID. Didn't get tested. Don't care. Um, you know, do your own thing. I'm going to do mine. 
And uh, we just had a little little flu thing, and Bodie and I got it the worst, and Robin and Jetta, they didn't get much of it at all, just a little scratchy throat, but I'm glad that it happened last week and not this week when we're trying to get out of here. So we're, um, we're excited. We're going to be hitting some of the expos again. We're hitting uh, Overland Expo West, uh, Mountain West, up in Loveland, Colorado. We will be there, and uh, I'm stoked to see some of you guys. So if you're at that expo, make sure you touch base with us. And let us know because I would love to meet you and love to hang out and talk shop and uh, just get to know you guys. So um, if you guys have not done it, I really appreciate the shares, the likes, the subscriptions, um, anything you guys can do for us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The ratings help us out tremendously. And it's just been awesome to see the growth with the podcast and where it has come in the last year and a half or a little over a year, actually, that I've been doing this. We're in episode six of season two. I did 24 episodes in season one, I believe, 24, 25. And man, I just gotten to meet so many awesome people. And it's just been incredible. So I never thought that this would go uh, to the the uh, level that it has. And, you know, just recently signing with Waypoint TV, which is a fishing, hunting and off road outdoor network TV network. If you have not checked them out, it is awesome. You can download it on pretty much anything, uh, Apple TV, Roku, you name it. And um, it's pretty cool. They've got some really awesome content on there and live TV, uh, all sorts of outdoor stuff. And I'm just really proud to be a part of that. So, And I'm really proud to have been able to do this for you guys and with you guys over the last year and a couple months now. And um, it's just been exciting. Been able to meet so many cool people and uh, even at the expos and stuff that we've been to running into people that I've never met before that listen to the podcast and uh, just, you know, just the community that creates that I always talk about. It's second to none. And uh, I just really enjoy it. And I really appreciate it, you guys um, interacting with us. So, yeah. So our goals uh, for the end of the year, we're, we're, we're heading out on the road. Just got another uh, Smitty built scout trailer. We've had uh, two of those this is our second one. This one I've, I've done a little bit of, you know, some different things to it, um, decided to put in a, a DC to DC charger so that it can not only charge off the forerunner while we're driving, um, but off of solar, um, as well as shore power when we're at camp, if we want to go to a, you know, a campsite, a, um, you know, some kind of, you know, a place with shore power, we can do that, which 99% of the time we don't, we're usually off grid. But I just wanted that that triple input of uh, charging capability to give us the options that we need. So a lot of things I learned over the last couple of years since we had our other scout trailer and um, just kind of doing this a little different. So a lot of customization. I'm going to do a walk around, uh, walk around, I should say, of this thing. Probably uh, when we get back, it'll be a good a good way to you know, give you guys some good information on, on how we liked this new setup and what changes we didn't like. So it'll be rad. We're going to try and uh, video blog or document most of the trip this month. Um, I got a new uh, GoPro Hero 10 and uh, we're going to try and video as much of it as we can and, and uh, show you guys what it's like out there and, and uh, hopefully inspire you guys to do the same thing. And we might even be sending out a couple uh, invitations to some people, just our uh, our close uh, knit family, uh, friends and, and followers on here that we have relationships with to come camp with us along the way and uh, do some short notice things. So, yeah, really excited. 
there's a lot of places that we've been in these states and there's a lot of places we haven't. I'd really like to get up to Idaho, Wyoming, um, you know, driven through those states, but never spent any time there. And so I'm really, really amped about the possibility of being able to do that. So if you guys have any experiences in those states, uh, please let us know. And you know what, this is, this is going to be, uh, something that I will launch here, uh, on the 15th so that, um, you know what, you guys can kind of check out what we're doing and, and, uh, maybe, uh, follow along the way on Instagram and Facebook while we're doing it. So it's been, uh, probably, I don't know, it's been a while since we've been out this long for this, this long, you know, this period of time, I guess I should say, just because of COVID and everything else going on. This is, quite a busy season at work. Um, but this year it worked out where I was able to save up my time and take off a month. So we're going to be kind of back and forth. Like I said, uh, head out for uh, a while and then head back to base and then head out for a little bit, uh, more time and then head back to base again. So, um, it's a little bit different animal camping with a two-year-old than, uh, than it was, you know, before when we were camping with our daughter who was a little bit older, but we're going to navigate it. It's going to be awesome. And I will tell you guys the ins and outs and uh, give you guys some 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 definite tips and some things to do, th- some things not to do. And uh, I know some of you guys have been asking for that. And I will make sure that we do that as much as possible and give you guys some ideas to, to do with your families and stuff at some of these places that we're going to. Um, Northern Colorado is somewhere that I've spent time in quite a bit when I was younger, but not necessarily when I've been older. Um, Usually we spend a lot of our time in Southern uh, Colorado and uh, Utah and New Mexico, like the Four Corners area, Telluride, Uray, Silverton. But I'm really looking forward to taking the family up to Loveland and, and trying to hit some of those areas up there and um, you know, the resort areas, uh, west of Loveland, Colorado and Denver and, um, checking some of those places out to camp and, um, hoping that, uh, I run into some uh, amazing places that we can add to the bucket list or to the, uh, retirement list. <laughs> I, uh, I always, you know, we're on the road. I always try to, uh, make a mental note of places that I would love to retire in and, um, spend time in, you know, it, it's, uh, something that, is going to be coming a lot sooner than I think I've I'm hoping for seven more years and then being out at 50. Yes. That uh, ages me. I'm 43 and, um, I want to be out of the fire service at 50 or shortly thereafter because, uh, that's just my plan. So I don't know. We'll see what happens financially and just with the, uh, the climate of everything and where we're at at that moment. And, um, and just kind of go from there. Um, it's kind of crazy to think that seven years from now, my daughter will be out of high school and my son will be about 10 years old. And hopefully I can retire and spend a lot of time with them, uh, at an early age before, uh, I get to the point where I can't. So, and that's part of the reason that we are out here doing this so much, you know, getting out on the road and traveling with the family. If you're able to do that, you know, humbly, we are able to do that. I'm so blessed to have the job that I have and the income to be able to get out there and do this with the family more than most. And, um, you know, I, I hope you guys aren't living vicariously through me. <laughs> I hope you guys are actually getting out there and doing it. Um, you know, there's there's all sorts of ways to get out there. And even if it's just, you know, down the road from your house and in your own backyards, it's uh, it's it's worth it. You know, I know that some people are, don't have the ability, uh, you know, schedule wise or financially to get out uh, long distances. And, and to be honest with you, uh, we, we don't either. Usually um, I really have to plan for it nowadays, especially with inflation and all the other BS going on in the world. 
Um, it's something that we really have to plan for, especially food and supplies and everything with all the shortages. It's, it's a challenge, but you know what, if you can do it and you can plan for it and kind of build up to it, that's, that's the way to go. And that's what we've done this year is, uh, worked our butts off to, to put ourselves in a position that we can get out and, and enjoy these, these things with each other. So we're going to head out, uh, like I said, to Arizona, which, you know, we're from Arizona, but we're going to head out to the eastern portion of the state, which we love, the White Mountains, Flagstaff, uh, Williams, uh, all that area is just absolutely beautiful. Sedona, there's a rad spot in Sedona that I know I've talked about before called Edge of the World, End of the World, whatever. Uh, I don't know what the locals call it. I think it's Edge of the World. But man, it is so rad. It's it's off uh, the 89A on the way down to Oak Creek Canyon, and you kind of veer off the the highway there on the uh, on a dirt road, and it takes you out to the edge of these cliffs and overlooks Sedona, and it is absolutely insanely beautiful and just a really cool place to be. So we're probably gonna check that out and uh, maybe go camp around there a little bit and. Um, head down to Sedona and go see some friends in Camp Verde and Payson. And um, I was born in Prescott, Arizona. So we're going to go see family in Prescott as well. Maybe camp out by Thumb Butte or one of the uh, nice little areas to camp in, in uh, Prescott too and check that out and, and have a good time. So uh, then we're going to come home and hit a second leg and um, head out to Colorado and uh, maybe Idaho and a couple other states and see some things that we haven't really seen in a while. There's, there's some rad places in Utah that I want to check out. I think uh, one of the cities is called, uh, Heber. We want to do that. And there's a train there we want to check out. And, um, I've been thinking about doing a, uh, kind of a private invitation only event. And, uh, this'll be kind of a trip to kind of scope out some spots for that too. So more details to come. Um, if you're uh, a subscriber or you're part of the the inner circle, which I hope you are, um, you know, we'll be sending out some invitations to that and uh, that'll be really, really fun. And I can't wait to uh, start planning that. So uh, we've been uh, toying around with the idea still of doing another Trucks and Tacos up in Big Bear Lake. Um, the permitting and uh, process for that has got a little bit more difficult than it used to be. Um, I kind of think that if we do another event that it's going to be a lot more, uh, popular than the first one. And just based on, you know, the foundation that we've set and the amount of followers and people that we interact with now, uh, I think it's going to be an animal. So I'm trying to navigate that still. I know that we've been saying that for months and months and talking about it probably got, gosh, the last year, um, with COVID and all that, it thing, it, it changed things quite a bit. And so, uh, financially, you know, I, I am going to be doing that all myself and, um, I'm trying to figure out how to navigate that. So just bear with me. That is definitely still on the radar and something that I really want to plan to do. But, uh, right now it's just a little bit more difficult than, than, uh, it is easy. So, um, yeah, that's going to, it's going to happen. I promise. I promise it's going to happen, but, uh, for sure we're going to be using part of this, this, uh, this trip this month to the trips this month to scope out some spots and to figure out kind of what we want to do and, and, uh, and go from there. So yeah, it's going to be really cool. So if you guys did not get to go to the Flagstaff Expo, man, you guys missed it. That was awesome. We went out to Flagstaff uh, a couple weeks ago and hit that, uh, the Overland Expo there, excuse me. And it's just a really cool event to, you know, get to know people and, 
um, you know, create contacts and, you know, build, uh, those relationships with people that, that you normally wouldn't get to. And, you know, you can camp there, which we don't usually camp there at, on site just because it's a little expensive thing. Uh, prices actually went up quite a bit with that. And, um, we like to camp around the expo, um, or, uh, this last year, actually, we ended up getting a, uh, Airbnb for a couple days too. We camped for part and then we did an Airbnb for a couple days. And that was nice with the family just to kind of get a break from being out, out in the, uh, the open and, um, you know, take showers and all that good stuff. And so that's kind of what we do, uh, with the family is, you know, we'll go and disperse camp for a couple weeks or, you know, a week or whatever, and then go get a hotel for a night or two just to get showers and kind of regroup and recharge and then head out again. Um, or come back here to home base and have a few days to rest and uh, shower up and clean up and restock and head back out. So get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. That's kind of what we're going to be doing this time is coming home and um, checking back often um, just to make sure everything's good. And um, yeah, so just, uh, you know, one of those different types of, you know, different processes, I guess, when you've got a young family, uh, you know, opposed to when we didn't. And, um, so we just got to navigate things a little differently, but it's, it's fine. And, um, it's going to be just as awesome, just a little different, uh, way of doing things. So lots of monsoons coming through this, this next, uh, week or week or two we heard. So we're going to try and navigate that as best we can and stay as safe as we can, we can, uh, for you, those of you guys that, you know, want to get out and camp, make sure you guys are super safe with that stuff. Make sure you guys know the forecast. There's a lot of off-grid, you know, dispersed camping areas that you can get trapped in and, and really put yourself in a dangerous situation if you don't know what you're doing and you're not looking for uh, weather changes and things like that. Last thing I want to do is put my family in a precarious situation and be, you know, in a, in a bad situation that can, that could, you know, kill us or very badly hurt us. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the video recently of, I believe it was up in the Bryce Canyon area. Um, there was a family, actually several families that got stuck in some flooding up there. And if you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Um, I can't remember what the, uh, the title of the video is, but if you search YouTube for like Bryce Canyon, um, uh, flooding in that area, Utah, um, I believe, like I said, that's where it was. They have some amazing video that this family captured. They were trying to get out and they got stuck on this little island in the flash flood and um, helicopter came and, and uh, rescued them. And it's pretty crazy. It, it really opens up your your mind and um, your eyes to, um, you know, the potentials out there and, and how dangerous it can be to be involved in uh, storms and things like that. So we're always super careful. You know, we, we've been in those situations before. Um, you know, sometimes you can't control it and it just kind of comes out of nowhere. We were in the white mountains in Eastern Arizona, um, near the New Mexico border years ago, and we got stuck in a thunderstorm and, uh, it was pretty gnarly. I have to say out of all the times camping and being out on the trail, 
I was probably the most scared and intimidated than, than I've, I've ever been. It was pretty gnarly. We ended up bailing out of our tent and, um, we didn't have a rooftop tent at that, that time, but we, we had a ground tent. We bailed out of our tent and, uh, slept in the forerunner and we slept in that forerunner all night, me and Jetta and Robin and our dog. And, um, it was pretty gnarly. I, I definitely thought that we were going to get struck by lightning. It was just, there was so much of it everywhere. And, and it was very intimidating and very scary. I was trying to keep everybody calm, but even for me, I was, uh, I was definitely a little nervous. So that can, uh, that can jump out and bite you in the ass and, and come out of nowhere. So, I mean, we're here today in Arizona and, um, we've had thunderstorms all around us all day long and they've been pretty crazy. So, Make sure you guys know your surroundings and know where you're going and have a way out if you need to get out and go somewhere. Um, in that situation, we didn't. We were 30 minutes, 40 minutes off of pavement in the middle of BFE and um, actually on an Indian reservation up in the mountains there. It was absolutely gorgeous. We were on this lake and stuff, but man, it was sketchy. It was, it was super scary at, at times uh, that night. So, uh, you know, one of those nights that's... Uh, seems like just like goes forever and it just, you know, it's just never ending and you just feel like the sun's never going to come up. It was one of those. And I think that, uh, the next morning there was like one other family that was there in this entire campground. <laughs> so, you know, we didn't have anybody else around us. We weren't dispersed camping. We were at an actual campground, but, uh, it was gnarly. So, but if you haven't checked that part of the state out, um, Alpine, Sholo, Pine Top, uh, over in, in Arizona, the White Mountains and stuff over there. There's an Indian reservation, and man, it's gorgeous. It, they have a ski resort up there and a bunch of lakes, and the the terrain up there, the camping is just, gosh, it's gorgeous. Uh, you just never expect to see that in the state of Arizona. I, I always think of Arizona as this big desert, you know, and the farther east that you push uh, towards the border of the, you know, New Mexico and Arizona, the more beautiful it gets. And, um, that was one of those moments that we were like, man, this is awesome. And it was scary at the same time, but yeah. So we're heading back. <laughs> yeah. Call me crazy. I know. Right. Um, uh, same time of year, but it is what it is. You know, we, we usually try and build some shelter with tarps and things. Uh, I, I it's really hard for me to, to pull the trigger on spending, you know, a thousand to $1,500 on, on those, uh, 270 degree awnings, those bat wing awnings, as much as I would love to have one. And I would buy one tomorrow if it wasn't that expensive. Uh, you know, the ones that I have my eyeballs on are just too expensive for me uh, financially. And I know probably 90% of you guys out there, you know, overlanding on a budget. Right. And, uh, so we just end up taking a lot of tarps with us and, and rope and twine and stuff. And I, I usually end up making a pretty legit, uh, shelter all the way around our camp as much as I can. Um, I got a big old huge tarp and I try and take that out there and, and, um, cover up, um, you know, most of the areas where we're going to be walking around or spending time that way we can stay out of the sun, um, you know, on those hot days, because that can get just as dangerous as, as no sun, um, when it's raining. So, and protect us from the, from the weather. So, um, this will be our first maiden voyage with the new setup with the Smitty built scout trailer. Like I was talking about before Smitty built was absolutely incredible again to us um, and and gave us a great, great deal on another trailer, which allowed us to buy another one. And, um, you know, we we're able to to do a lot of uh, content creation this trip. So I'm really excited about that. And hopefully we can capture some really cool stuff to, you know, 
make it uh, enticing to keep you guys coming back and, and uh, influencing you to get out and do the same thing that we are. I just love this lifestyle. I love doing as much as possible. And, and like I said, even if it's just for a couple of days, get out and enjoy your family, enjoy the outdoors, get out and uh, go find a stream or a lake or something to camp next to you. I'll tell you what, there is something about camping on the water and being, you know, next to a waterway like that. It's a, uh, or a body of water, I should say. It's, it's just good for the soul. I don't, I don't know what it is, but man, it is, uh, it's just great. Soothing. And we're going to go fishing this trip too. I'm going to take my fishing poles. We've, we haven't really done that in the past. And I kind of got into fishing because of where we live, uh, on the Colorado river here in Arizona and, uh, started fishing pretty hardcore and the water is definitely too warm, uh, out here behind the house. But, um, the river has been pretty cold. Uh, you know, usually I'll walk across the street and fish in the river this time of year because the water is, you know, colder than our lake that we live on. Um, and, uh, there's usually quite a bit more bites out of the river than there is in this thing this time of year, just because the water in this lake is, is about 90 degrees. So the bass and things, they don't want to come anywhere near you. Um, they're in the deeper water. And, um, so I'll walk across and fish in the river, but I'm really stoked this time to be able to fish, uh, along the way when we're camping and hopefully find some streams and some lakes that we can fish in and camp next to. Uh, one of my buddies at work, he has a cabin uh, on a lake in Utah, and we're, we're scoping out some spots up there to camp. He's, he's been giving us some some great locations, some of which I can share and some of which I won't because they're uh, kind of secret. Um, the only ones that I talk about on the podcast are ones that I feel like, you know, they're pretty well known. Um, the ones that aren't, that are kind of secret locations, I kind of keep those near and dear to my heart just because uh, it's just the right thing to do. And, um, you know, if you guys get out with your families and you find some spots, some secret spots, you can keep those private and keep them in your, your inner circle as well. And, and, uh, I think there's benefit to that. You know, some people will, uh, just hand that stuff out like it's candy and then those places get ruined. And, um, just like, you know, uh, being on trails and not taking care of trails and things and, you, you know, get too many people up on these, these, uh, you know, in these beautiful areas and these trails and stuff, and they just ruin it for everybody. So uh, kind of the, the big thing lately is just bringing, you know, tons and tons of people with you on the trail. When we do our events and when I invite people to go trail running with us, I try and keep it to about 10 to 15 vehicles. But man, I, I have been in a situation where we've had a lot more than that. And uh, it's a, a big, uh, a big deal. And you really got to manage it well and really got to take care of those trails and, and your group because um, you just don't want to be that person that, you know, can create a problem and cause people to report issues and, and get those trails shut down. It's been happening a lot. Um, you know, a lot, mainly with the UTV world, uh, I've been seeing a lot of, of trail closures like Moab and other places that are kind of banning the UTV, uh, model. But, you know, I see, I see why, I mean, I see how, um, that can be really destructive. Um, you know, you don't really see people doing burnouts and crazy stuff and forerunners or uh, Tacomas or Jeeps or whatever. Um, but you definitely see that, uh, in the, you know, the razor world, the, the, uh, KRX, you know, 1000, you know, the Kawasaki's, the Polaris, all that stuff. Um, and I know because I've got one, I've got a Polaris and, uh, I got the, um, the Polaris razor turbo and yeah, that's what we do around the desert. Just, you know, Brody that thing around and have a good time. And, um, you know, there's designated places that we do that here and we're very responsible with what we do and, make sure we clean up after ourselves. And, um, you know, there's people that just don't do that. They go out and party and dump trash and, and also mess up the trails and, um, you know, uh, 10 feet of, you know, 
burying your machine in a trail can be, you know, 10 years of, uh, recovery for that trail to, to get back to, um, the way it was. So make sure that you guys are respectful of those areas and, uh, don't ruin it for people. Um, you know, just get out there and enjoy it and, um, and, uh, have a great time, but, uh, don't just be responsible. It's something that we want to make sure that our, our kids and their kids and their kids can enjoy. And when these places keep getting shut down, it's such a bummer because they're such beautiful, beautiful spots and they should be available to everyone. And when people get up there and, and, uh, do their thing and they can, they can ruin that for everybody in just a short period of time. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, that's all I got for you guys. I just want to give you an update on what we're doing. Everybody's well, and, um, we're going to get out and do some more, uh, exploring this month and we will, uh, be in touch with you guys and get you guys whatever we can. So if you guys have any questions, any concerns, anything like that, please contact us, andersonoverland at gmail.com. Make sure you guys share the podcast and get on there and subscribe or uh, tell your friends about it. Make sure you guys check out waypointtv.com. Our podcast is on there. We are, uh, I believe, the only Overland podcast on that network. Uh, and which is super awesome, super honored to, uh, to have that opportunity. And, uh, the more that you guys can, um, get the, the podcast out there, the, the better it is for us and just creates just an awesome avenue for us to get you guys all sorts of rad information and stories and, and, uh, awesome people to interview from all these, these different, you know, companies, great companies, family owned and, and, uh, you know, and the more corporate companies we try and maintain a balance of the uh, smaller to the larger companies. And, um, you know, I think it's just a really great thing to have a different perspective and kind of hear where they started from and, you know, how they are involved in the overlanding industry and off-road industry. And, um, it's just cool hear about new products and, and options for us. So anyways, I hope you guys have a great, great rest of the week and I'm going to go get back to packing up and getting my rig ready getting all the, the camp chairs and the Dometic fridge stocked and, uh, you know, all the, the gear that we take with us. So make sure you guys are prepped and ready to go before you head out just like us. And if you guys ever need any help with that or a kind of a checklist, uh, to help you navigate that, let me know I've got it and I'd be more than happy to send it to you. So anyways, take care guys. We love you. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for all the support. And, uh, we will talk to you soon. I am out later. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.